Awesome. Thank you so much, you guys. Don't worry, they'll be back. They'll be back up. We're going to get set for our speakers now this evening. So you have a moment to, to get back to some seats here. Now, you do not have to sit. You can absolutely stand. Thanks again for being here today. I mean, this is, this is one of the, my favorite nights of the year. This is the third time that we put together this worship night. And each time it is different. And every time I, I, I go to Ray... Uh, who was playing the piano, and I say, hey, I have, I'm playing one of these worship nights again, and she said, I'll be there. And she always makes it happen, and don't worry, they'll be, they'll be back up here later this evening. But before we get started, yeah, you can give them a round of applause, right? You guys didn't have the luxury of being here for sound check last Thursday, today, uh, so I was already just hyped up the whole entire day, and now I get to come down just a moment here so I can, can speak a little bit. But, um, so my name is Brandon. This is, uh, this is something that was on my heart for a very long time. And like I said, this is our third time doing this. So uh, if you want to come to more of these, just keep following us. Uh, my wife says this is the last one, but she said that on the first one because it does take a lot of time and effort. Uh, but I, I just love this, and, and this, is, uh, this is a great night. Now, um, I'm going to start calling up our speakers here. First, it's going to be Holly. Now, each and one, every one of these speakers that I've had uh, speak at this have touched me and, and touched my heart in a special way. And Holly, especially, I've known her for a long time. And, and when I heard that she was taking on a group of people uh, to inspire them to do fitness and nutrition, I say, hey, that's right up my alley because that's like my, what my life is, is I'm a chiropractor. So my life is fitness, nutrition, health, and how the body can heal. And, uh, and I knew that this was the right thing for her. I think I even said, so the title of tonight is Dust to Diamond. And I think I mentioned that her a few... Uh, maybe about nine, ten months ago. And then that was even before I started planning this. And I said, hey, I'm going to steal you. Yeah, I gave you back. And we're going to call this Dust of Diamonds tonight too. My goal of tonight, my goal tonight is so that each and every one of you realize that you are not dust. I know we were made from dust, but we are all diamonds. We've been shaped in a way that, that God wants us to be. And to us to know that, to put that in our heart, is something that, that this world doesn't really want us to do. This world does not want us to realize how important we are to God. And that's our challenge. That's our, our mission, is how we navigate this world to start realizing what our mission is for God. And so, without further ado, Holly, why don't you come on up and get us started for the evening. Thank you. Hi, everybody. How are you tonight? Um, awesome. That's great. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm Holly, and... Um, just like Brendan said, I've been doing uh, health and wellness coaching for a couple years, um, and um, it's been great. So, and actually, he created, helped me create the name of my team. It's called Soul Fire, and that came from Brandon's input. So that was just added in. So, but whatever. <laughs> um, so I'm a registered nurse. Uh, I've been a registered nurse for 14 years total, and in the last 11 years, I've been working in my hometown hospital. Before that, I worked with developmental disabilities and. If you've ever worked with them, they are just the coolest people and show you just the most, like, how to appreciate life. Um, so, yeah, I've been at the hospital for 11 years, and what I do is I float. So I work from labor, delivery, newborn, all the way to elderly and end-of-life care. So I get to be a part of a lot of experiences people go through, and I'm absolutely honored to do that and help them through those things. So, so little quote. I love the recklessness of faith. First you leap, and then you grow wings. And there's nothing more true than that. 
And that is the biggest message that I have for you, is to trust and have faith in the Lord um, and listen close. So a little bit about me. I uh, am a middle child of three daughters, and I was raised in Minnesota. And when I was young, we went to church a lot. And I remember my grandpa, he um, sang in church. My grandma did missionary work in Haiti. My mom was a very devout Christian. Um, And then once we went into, like, teenage years and into my 20s, I didn't really practice per se. I just kind of believed because mom told me to, (laughs) kind of a thing. Um, And so I worked in my 20s. I ended up getting my career, getting the job, getting married, having the babies, and then I was like, heck yeah, let's get to my 30s, and now I'm going to live it up. I did all this stuff, and then when I hit 30, um, it didn't quite go that way, (laughs) not that way at all. In fact, there was a lot of loss. Um, Grandparents passed away. Aunts passed away. We lost our uh, family home that we grew up in, my grandparents' home. Uh, My parents separated. I lost my marriage to divorce, and I found myself the lowest I've ever been in my entire life. Very depressed, sad, um, questioning suicide at a point. And I'll never forget the day that, this could get tearful, but that I was laying on the ground in my bathroom, or on the floor, and I was thinking, I believed in my gut that the world would benefit from my death. And that's the struggle with suicide. And I laid there, my sister was there, um, and all of a sudden I just heard, get up, just get up. Those are lies, that's not true, that's not true about you. You're not a horrible mom, you're not a horrible friend, you're not a horrible daughter, you're not that bad. That's bull, that's not true. And I had a decision to make, get up or not. And at the end of the day, when I look back on it, I don't think that it's so much that I didn't that I wanted to die. I just forgot how to live. Okay? And so I cried it out. I took my deep breath and I stood up. And from that moment on, yes, I would not be here today if I had not made that decision. And I stood up and I started to follow God at that point a little closer. I started to dig a little deeper. I started to look inside myself. And no, it's not an uphill climb like straight shot. It's this. And you all know that. It does not go straight. Um, And so there's ebbs and flows. And it started there in realizing my worthiness, realizing that I I meant something, realizing that I was a mother to three beautiful children. Um, And so years went by, and at some point um, it was a lot of this. And then at one point, I decided, you know what? I'm going to work out. I'll start there, because I don't know where else to start. And so, and I kind of worked out off and on in my life, but I really took it seriously. I started working out. I started an 80-day program, and I finished it. And the moment I finished that program, I started bawling, because for the first time, I followed through on something. I could trust myself again. I felt taller. I felt stronger. I felt empowered. Cute story. My (laughs) nephew loves to come work out with me. He gets done, and he goes, gosh, Auntie, I feel so strong. I feel so good. And I'm like, yeah, it does something to you, right? And I didn't know where to start, but I moved my body, and slowly it was like a wilted flower just started to grow, and you just start to just shine, right? 
And so eventually, I did start the health and wellness coaching a couple years ago. I have a team of 10, 11 uh, ladies, and we are just rocking it, and it's great. And I'm so happy that I'm still here today. Um, and so in my fitness journey, I've seen a lot of great speakers. Um, and so because I'm a nurse and I'm a teacher by nature and because <laughs> I love to just help others and maybe give you some tools that, that might help you, um, I saw this speaker in St. Louis in July. His name is Brandon Bruchard. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. But for the, f <laughs> for the first time in my life, he put some pieces together of what I had done in my path, but I couldn't, like, put it all together. So um, I want to share that with you tonight just to see if it can touch your heart or help you in any way. And so look at my notes. I, before I start doing that, though, I want to tell you a little bit about the, the caged life. I think I skipped a slide there somewhere. But it's kind of like how this happens and how you can fall into feeling really depressed and get really low. Maybe have to go backwards. <laughs> but initially, um, when stuff happens in your life, you get angry, right? And you, you put yourself, you pull back, and you're like, what's going on? Why did they do this to me? I'm so mad. You're shaking the cages. Get me the hell out of here. I don't want to be in here. Who put me in here? This is stupid. And you're just angry, very angry. But if I come visit you in a week, you're not, you're not there at the door anymore rattling that cage. You're 10 feet back. And now the mindset's changed. Now you're a little bit more like, why did they do this to me? Blaming, um, judging, and trying to figure it out, and this doesn't make sense. And you're more like in that victim mentality. And if you don't intervene at that point and say, hey, I'm not doing so hot, you either need to recognize that you're slipping or somebody needs to come in and help you because the last stage, if I come back in four to six weeks, you're going to be at the back of the cage, and you're towering down, and you're scared. And that cage is open the whole time, but you still can't walk out because life is scary. So someone needs to come rattle your cage, or you need to know better, and you need to dig really deep and get yourself out of there. So that's the story of the caged bird. So the thing I was going to tell you, <laughs> I kind of jumped ahead a little bit, but the Brandon Bouchard thing, he talked about four pillars that everybody needs to have in their life in order to feel fulfilled. And so as I listened to him, it just, it helped me so much. And so I'll share some of those with you. And the first one is aliveness. And that is just the freedom to stand in your authenticity, free of oppressions, lighthearted, just courageously speaking your words, freely loving, serving a mission, and fighting for our family's future. It feels like vibrancy, energy, feels like presence, awareness, joy, passion, and being fully engaged in the moment. And if you don't feel like this, it's like numbness, emptiness, like the feeling of like, I have this beautiful life, but why isn't it enough? Something's missing. And then um, connection. There we go. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so true authentic connections and a sense of belonging um, is huge. And I've, I've found that in my fitness team um, and in my friends. I have amazing friends um, that are supportive. So surround yourself with people that encourage you and build you up. If people are cutting you down, I look into that a little bit, you know. And um, another thing is reaching out intentionally to those you love. Don't wait. Make moments. Create those moments. Sit down and enjoy moments in time. Create togetherness. Your true home is in the here and now. I think the next slide is a bunch of pictures of my team. Maybe, oh, there it goes. 
Oh, so your body, I'm a nurse. I work in the medical field. The body is absolutely amazing. It can do some crazy things. I've seen miracles. I've seen so many things. But one thing I thought was cool when I was just creating my presentation was, you know, we have all these senses. And if we don't know how to connect, we already have everything we need. We have our five senses, and we have our physical body. So if you're not sure, you have your vision. Look around. Notice your surroundings. You have your hearing. Listen to the birds. I remember for the first time, when I was really sad, I didn't, it was like the first time one day I heard a bunch of birds singing, and I thought, gosh, I haven't heard those in a while. And it's not like birds ever stopped singing. I just stopped hearing it. Because I'm blind. I can't, I can't see these things, right? Taste, taste the sweet taste of your favorite foods. Embrace somebody with a hug. Don't just hug, really hug them. And the other thing is to, <clears throat> is to do it for two seconds longer. <laughs> like, it seems awkward, but if you hug, you're like, one, two. Or if you look in someone's eyes, it just lasts a little bit longer. And then your body. Move. I started working out, and it was like, mind follows body. And I didn't know where to start. And I started there, and then it all just kind of flourished from that point. So if you're not sure where to start in tonight, and you're, you're feeling broken, use what you already have, your senses, and slow down. Okay? That's my fitness team, a bunch of them. One of them's here tonight, Anna. So, yeah. Um, so there's a bunch of pictures. She's probably up in one of those pictures, too. I'm pretty sure. But So that's my fitness team and all the trips we've been on and the connections that we've made. These ladies are absolutely amazing, and they just they fill my heart so much. Meaningful Pursuits is another one. Um, Getting connected to the, your, your inner Holy Spirit and listening to that guidance. So, yeah, so you can, like, you can do it your way. But <laughs> I think it's a little bit easier to have some guidance on, along the way. And so really just zoning in and connecting to God so that you can hear his word. Um, and it isn't, I heard this, you know how they say it's not about the, desti- or the journey, I'm getting it backwards. But either way, it's not about the destination or the journey. It's about both, and both are here now. They are here now. They are not separate. And if you can't figure out if you have a purpose, and you're like, I don't really know. If you have someone you love, and you have something you're working towards and a family you're fighting for, you got one. And that's enough. You already have a purpose. And also, you may not understand why things work the way that they do in life. But if you're patient, you'll see everything sort of pieces together. And I think the more that I turn, like, I'm getting older. I'll be 40 soon. (laughs) But things start to piece together in life. There's things I did years ago that I was like, I don't need that. What's the point of that? And then later in life, 20 years later, here you are using that skill or whatever. So just even if you don't understand, trusting that the Lord knows what he's doing. Okay? And growth. We all want to grow. Um... Creation of goals and challenges, intentionally living, understanding what you value and pouring into that, daily habits for a better future, take care of your bodies. God gave you a vessel to use. And if you take really good care of it, I I found that the more that I took care of my body, the more I could tune in. I was clear-minded because I was eating better and I was taking care of myself. And the more I clear out the muck, it opens space for all the other stuff to come in. And it starts to pour in, and you hear his word, and you know what to do next. And, yeah, you might be scared, but you 
feel the fear and you go for it anyway. Show up, even if you don't feel like it. And that's the hardest thing for, for us. You wake up, we're tired. I don't want to go. I'm not doing it. But show up. Show up every day. You know, and it's okay. I still have some bad days, and I have great days. Um, but as time has gone on, I have way more great ones than bad, and it, it tips. The scale tips. If you struggle with something, find a mentor. If it's struggling with finances or you're struggling in your marriage, get help. Don't think you can solve it all on your own, and you definitely need God. So I put up some cute little dragons for you. And this is, is, is big. Which one are you showing up as? Your optimistic, future solution, focused, grateful, appreciative, or are you pessimistic, negative, judgmental, and, and kind of crabby? And guess what? You're both. You're not one or the other. You're both. But you get to choose. That's the best part. You get to choose which one you want to be. So, um, and over time, you end up being more the little colorful rainbowy one, <laughs> too, as you grow and you heal from things that have happened. So check in with yourself. And so what gets in the way? There's three things, doubt, division, and delay. Doubt in yourself. When you doubt yourself, look inside and ask, what do I need to learn? What, why, am I, why am I so fearful? And fear can be so crippling, and I think it's because we don't know the future. And that's why taking a leap is, is so huge, because you're taking a leap into the unknown. You have no idea what's coming, and that's what we're scared of. We like comfort. We like what we know. Um, and then we also expect from the future what we've had from the past. That's not true, though. Your future is wide open book, and you can create it at any second. You can make a decision, and you can fly. So try not to doubt yourself. And if you see yourself as different than other people, if you're on social media and you're comparing, that's going to rob you of your joy. So turn your doubt into faith. Faith is the esteem and belief that you'll figure it out, and with God at your side, you will. <laughs> you don't need to know how. You just need to know what. And it's, it's funny because I always thought I'd pray for something, and be like, but well, then i got to figure out how, and, you know, my brain would just, i got to do this and that, and I'd overwhelm myself. And I realized, like, sometimes it's really simple. Like, one time I needed a couch. So I'm like, Lord, I need a couch. And I was kind of just joking around, like, I'm going to try this. A week later, my, my brother-in-law texts me. He's like, do you need a couch? I was like, what? <laughs> yes, I do. Thank you. And it was free, so it was great. Um, so that's what I'm talking about is just trusting and just you don't have to know how you're going to get there, but dream big. It's okay. Enjoy the process and the journey and fall in love with boring because I'm going to tell you that working out five days a week and eating healthy every single day and drinking all my water and doing all the things, sometimes I'm like, oh, I just want a cheeseburger. And I just want to maybe go out and have a drink. And I just want to do, you know what I mean? And you just, um, it gets boring in ways. But then you just fall in love with that. It's like, yeah, you know, it all works out. And the thing is, too, is that the biggest growth days are going to be the days where you don't want to do anything. <laughs> and you do it anyways. Those are the days where you have the biggest growth. And on the days when you're just like, I rocked it today. Those are maintenance. So show up anyway, I promise you. Turn your division. Di division is separation, exclusion, judgment. As soon as you judge someone, you've broken that connection. If I walk up to you and, you're, and I'm judging you already or vice versa, our connection is not going to be as open and flowing and loving as it could be. And so 
try to watch out for that. Try not to be judgmental in life. And if you are a really judgmental person, I'd, I'd maybe look at that because maybe you're judging yourself a little too much too. So turn it into unity. And this one's huge. Unity with God, unity with the divine and your inner self. And this is where breakthrough happens. And then delay into action. And that's where I started was action. Um, well, I looked inside, but then with the, um, the fitness and stuff, that's where it really started to just, and it kind of went in like, when you first start out with something, it, you don't see results right away, and so it gets kind of discouraging. But after like a few months, three months, stuff started happening. I was like, whoa, this is cool. And then my kids were doing better, and I was doing better, and life was just feeling better, and it just kind of flowered from there. So I have this quote that I read one day, and I literally read it and went, whoop, and shut my book because I was like, oh, this quote is powerful, and it helped me so much understand um, God. But God is love. So love and let God. Let him take the wheel. Jump, and you will get wings. I'm going to read this to you, and then um, I'll conclude. Um, we are not transmitting or receiving love as we were divinely intended to. We are filtering it rather than feeling it. We fell for the prevailing hysteria that said, protect your heart. And we began to believe that love itself had enemies and it needed protecting. When we were hurt, we felt that love was somehow diminished or damaged. But hurt has nothing to do with love. And love is unaffiliated with and unaffected by pain. Ego was hurt. Not love. Love is divine. It is everywhere ever-present and abundant, and it's free. It is a spiritual energy that at this very moment is flowing through you. It's flowing through this whole room. It's even through your enemies, families, and billions of other souls. It was and never has been absent from our lives. It is not bound in our hearts or in our relationships, and thus it is not capable of being owned or lost. We have allowed our awareness of love to diminish, and that is all. And in doing so, we have caused our own suffering. We must stand emotionally open before the world and give our hearts without fear or hurt or demand a reciprocity. I always mess that word up. <laughs> reciprocity? <laughs> this is the ultimate act of courage. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest is love. That's it. Thank you, Holly. Uh, now, I just remember one day I was, so when I adjust people, I sometimes ask them, like, how are you doing today? And I remember uh, the patient looking up and saying, I know where you're asking me this, so you can tell me that you're having a great day. And I, I said, I don't ask that question so I can tell you about my day. I'm asking you because I, I truly care. Like, how are you doing today? And, uh, and I know that my response that I get is usually, I'm doing well. How, about, how are you? And I almost always say, I'm doing amazing because I get to choose every day how my day is going to be. I get to choose if my day is going to be amazing or not. I get to choose if I'm going to have a bad day. And if I have a bad day, I get to choose then to change it to be a good day. And that's the best part about my day is I get to choose. Um, so that just reminded me of that moment right there. <laughs>